My wife and I, we had a lot of fun, man, for a long time. But she had this girlfriend that fucked it up. <laughs> With the big titties, you know the type of girlfriend I'm talking about that I tried to ignore for six months. When she'd come in the house, like, "Hello there, how you doing?" I don't really notice your tits. Oh. I would like to be the mayor of Tit Town if I could, okay? I'd like to drive a big truck full of tits down the Tit Turnpike right into the middle of Tit Town. Don't you wish the guy walking in front of us would squeeze our tits for like one second? Not an ass man. I'm a tit man. I like big ass boobs. Now and forever. I'm not like a black guy, Vita. Give me back the tits! Give me back the tits! Welcome to Last Man on Earth. My name is Lex Drugger. As always, I'm flanked by Matt Ralston. Matt will be performing tomorrow at the inauguration. Yes, indeed. Not the Trump inauguration, but the opening of a new hands-free urinal facility for the homeless in West Hollywood. Not tech- it's not technically hands-free until Matt arrives with his work gloves. Well, your taxes go to that, too, because you're in LA. That's true. Well, West Hollywood is, is his own city, though, by the way. So it's, I think it's all local taxes. Jen up from all the, uh, the, bar, the gay bars that you attend. I, I don't know. I, I do know that the uh, the bathrooms are now unisex yes. and female. Well, in San Francisco, by the way, they're opening those public urinals for like the homeless that have no walls. I don't know if you've seen those. They're like wall-less urinals. They're just going to have like a small privacy shape, but guys will be standing next to each other just peeing. And, like, Wait, what the ground. Is that? I don't know what that means. It means like they won't be stalls. They're just going to put like holes in the ground, basically, where guys will stand next to each other and pee into the ground. Uh, that sounds <laughs> terrible. It's economic. It's economical. Uh, this week's show is sponsored by the Women's March on Washington. A quarter million of our nation's most outspoken, put out, and unhappy women descending on our nation's capital. Thank you, Women's March on Washington. You just made the rest of America so much better this coming weekend. Yeah, maybe you should have voted first. <laughs> or, or perhaps maybe you should have done the march before the election because yes. half of you fucking stupid twats didn't vote in the first yes. place. And by the way, this happens to be a great football weekend. So if all the if all the angry women, I know what I'm going to do. If all the angry women are going to Washington, as far as I can tell, this is a great this is a great weekend for the rest of us. I thought men were invited too, or I'm not. Uh, I'm not no, some men are going, but I don't. You have to have a lot of real real sympathetic views to march with 200,000 angry so women. I, I shouldn't wear like my Macho Man Randy Savage. I'm shirt. sure there's a men for women's march kind of thing, like a Judd Apatow led event where you can go and like talk about how much. But you know, at the end of the day, it's all about, it's always about abortion, and men men arguing about abortion always look somewhat stupid. It's yeah. hard, it's hard to look cool as a guy arguing for like abortion rights. I feel like it's kind of lame to even have an opinion on it at this point. I think men should just stay out of that. It's angry women. By the way, two hundred thousand angry women. Do you, you want to get in the middle of that? You do, you do not. How, uh, by the way, how many women are up for abortion? I feel like maybe you're a huge slut if you have more than one. Uh, no, they, I think most. Uh, I think most women actually have that do have abortions have multiple abortions. I read a stat like that. Well, like it's actually something that people horrible. who do it engage in it more than once usually. Um, see, I, I would give you one if you're under the age of, 20, like, over 20, under... Tw- 22? No, 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 no. Way, way, way under, like... 18? Uh, like, teen abortions, yes. 21 right? and a half. 
Like teen abortions, yes, right? Any girl who gets pregnant in high school should be able to just pop Totally that. agree. College, yeah, yeah, I think I go, I'm with you on that one. After college, you got to just like suck oh, it yeah. up. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I let like 30 guys jizz in me, but fuck, yeah. I didn't know this would happen. <laughs> if you go, if you get, if someone pays for your college, then you have to stop. <laughs> then you have to stop having uh, aborted, aborting your baby. Well, I think we should agree, like, and... Uh, we, you should only get one, right? Did you did you uh, get a chance to hear the Fiona Apple chant, the chant of uh, the anti-Trump uh, chant for the Women's March? No. Uh, Donald Trump, keep your tiny hands off our women's underpants. Mm. That's kind <laughs> of funny, invented, I guess. She invented a chant. She set to music, and she wants every woman in the march to chant the thing. You know, Donald Trump, keep your tiny hands off our ladies, un- off our women's underpants. <laughs> By the way, she only comes out every five years, by the way. She's For in every abortion, think about how many dicks have been in your vagina. You mean you, you uh, the general, you, not me. I haven't well, had it's any not like health class. It's not like you fuck once and then something. It's like I don't mind. I actually don't mind. I don't mind the fact that women are favor pro choice and want unfettered access to abortions. That doesn't bother I don't me either. What bothers me is that they just won't stop talking about it. They just won't stop talking about it. It's like, it's, it becomes like their life. It becomes their passion. It becomes like a thing that everything else in the world revolves around. Mm-hmm. And then I become like, well, wait a minute. That's a bit much. That's a, that's and like, I'm like, well, what does this have to do with uh, female circumcision or genital mutilation exactly? Because I feel like they're actually really separate things. And also, by the way, you can get abortions in the United States pretty much. Anyway. Oh, easy. In like 90... But, $270. And most especially, you can get them unfettered in all the places where the women who are the most active pro-choice protesters are, LA Those and New York. Those are the easiest places. Those are, you can get them like... You can get them more easier than a Starbucks coffee. I think we talked about this last time, but worst case scenario, you got to drive six hours. Yeah, like it's the women in the places where you can get abortion are the most pro-choice like activists. How crazy. casually are you getting pregnant to where you're like... Ah, fuck. I got to drive six hours? <laughs> ah, I'll just have the kid. I don't know. Like, this is why men don't understand. I don't, I, like I said, I, 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 like, I, I sort of like, admire the fact that women are pro-choice as a stance. It's just, it can't be you 24-7 screaming about it just all day and all year long. It can't be, if it's the only thing that defines you politically or philosophically, then I'm like, whoa, you got to find a second, <laughs> a second outlet because that's just too much, too much abortion talk. I totally agree. All right. If you wish to contact the show, hit us up on Twitter at Last Men Podcast or on Facebook also at Last Men Podcast. I, uh, let me ask you, Matt. I know uh, all your ideas for Hollywood remakes involve taking classic male films and replacing them with all-female cast to empower the ladies of this country. Yeah, I would, I would <laughs> like to remake Braveheart. We talked about this, right? make uh, make uh, the character of William Wallace a woman. Yes. Which on, her, would, on, her peri- on her period. Yeah, like she wouldn't be able to fight that. Day. Just be bleeding all over the horse. It, it would make no sense because the, the thing is that guys that like clubbed other guys in their fucking heads. Yes, berserkers. That's, that's the reason that they actually um, became notable. And women, you don't think women can be crazy, crazy wild, and, and dangerous and brutally violent? Not by nature. No. no, probably not. They might poison. They like poison the British, or they would like seduce them and then slit, slit their throats or something. Oh, most certainly. But they wouldn't hammer another person's head in with a rock. No. A lot of eye gouging in that movie. A lot of swords to the eyeballs in that the, movie. Like, there, are, there are certain uh, gives and takes. Like, you know, the dude was uh, trying to kill people. The, the chick who he was in love with was sitting at home waiting for him to come. Well, come she back. had his base. She got pregnant by him to, to upset the whole British monarchy. 
gatherings. That's what, that's what she did. So let me ask you. So you, uh, Braveheart, I, I, my idea was Hoosiers. I want a remake of Hoosiers with all-female basketball. <laughs> Just <laughs> Indiana high school feet, women's basket, girls' basketball. Well, no one would ever watch that <laughs> no, movie. No. Uh, so here's the thing. I actually like, uh, I recently saw the movie Moana, the cartoon, which is about a girl with an understanding mother and a grandmother who you teaches her. You were forced her. to watch this movie because you have children. <laughs> no. And but, so now yes, I have to listen here's, to you talk yes, about but it. Here's the movie by, about women. and It's made about a girl who's a hero who saves the world with the help of other women. And it seemed all very organic and natural, right? And it was a very, like, if a girl saw that movie, you'd be like, yeah, I could be like that girl, right? But why would you not make movies like that where you had female heroes organically as opposed to just taking, like, say, Ocean's Eleven and renaming it Ocean's Eight and making an all-female cast and saying, oh, this is really empowering for amazing actresses and women and shows that women can do anything in Hollywood. Well, no, you can't do anything. You just remade a fucking movie and put women in it. Right. Uh, well, like Ghostbusters, um, you had... Uh the whole cast was was female, and and they were very like really funny actresses, right? So the one, they were funny. They were funny in bridesmaids. They were the, all funny in bridesmaids. The only guy in the movie was Chris Hemsworth, who's a, a very attractive guy. Um, no homo, but he had to be an idiot, right? He couldn't just be a guy. No. That, he had to be a fucking moron. The men men and women's movies have to, in these. Uh, I would say made by. Hollywood specifically to make women movies for women in the sense of this political movement that's going on, the men have to be perceived as stupid and dumb. Imagine a sitcom like just inverse, like uh, hey, you know my wife's a dumb bitch, right? Yes. I feel like that would be not received very well. You just well. reminded me now that in Moana, a movie I recently saw, don't you know? Yeah. Uh, that the multiple, male, the male lead in it, the, um, rock, the Rock, plays the male, uh, voices the male lead in it, who is a big dumb galoot, who's an idiot, who needs to be instructed by the women how to, how to act. Mm-hmm. So there is that, yes. <laughs> is, even, <laughs> even though he's like much more successful than anyone else on the Yes, on the for camp. sure he is. But he's an idiot. So Ocean's 8, though. Ocean's 8 is, an, by the way, here's the thing. If, if, if women get paid less in Hollywood than men, how come they only came with eight actresses instead of, like, more? There shouldn't there be more since they cost less per? <laughs> like, why did they come up with only eight? Well, see, I, I, I think we talked about this, but if this film, which it obviously will, uh, fall below... Expectations. Well, just, let's say Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. It, it won't be as good as the previous remake, which was a remake. Yes. It will suck. Although it was a good movie, I did like the movie. I like Ocean's Eleven a lot. The remake, yes, I like yeah, it. Yeah, the the first, the, the Clooney one with Pitt Clooney, and, yes. yeah, yeah, it's good. This will not be as good, right? No. Can, can we just agree right now that that it, was about confident, arrogant dudes remaking a movie about confident, arrogant dudes? That was just guys getting shit greenlit yes. that were having fun. Yes, which is what the original movie was about. We the could Sinatra be proven movie. wrong. Perhaps this this all female driven Ocean's Eleven will be great, but we all know it, no, it, it won't. won't. And by the way, so the reason it's not ta- doesn't play, doesn't take place in Vegas. It's not about a casino robbery. It's about a jewelry heist at a fashion at a fashion event at the Met Gala involving what? the Car- involving the Kardashian involving the Kardashians. Are you serious? I'm, I'm totally serious. Fuck that. And Katie Holmes, what? Katie, there's a lot of cameos, of course, from fashion designers and, and actresses. And Katie Holmes said, when they asked about, so here's the thing, they asked Katie Holmes, who does a cameo in the movie, about the movie, and she said, what they say about Ocean's 8, it's an amazing opportunity for actresses and all these amazing women working together. Well, that's not about the movie, that's just about your a political statement about the making right, of the movie. Right, right, 
So that's just like it, that's just admitting the fact that like this movie is being made to serve a social purpose and not because it's going to be a good movie. And, and we should and applaud it, it because also, of it. And, and the studio will t- is this is Sony? I'm assuming. Uh, I don't know who's doing it, but it's a it was greenlit by somebody big. They're going to take it's an expensive movie, but the, but they know they know right now that they're going to take a hit. Yes. Just but they'll write it off. On Ghostbusters, they did a fifty million dollar write off before the movie even came out. Because they knew yeah. it was going to tank. But if you play along with uh, this uh, PC narrative, it's fine. Go ahead and lose a bunch of money on your shit-ass fucking bullshit movie. Yes. You know what didn't lose money? Moana did not lose money. <laughs> well, you're, you're obviously you're a huge fan of Moana. I'm just, no, what I, here's my point. If you're going to make movies that feature women and have... I'm not talking about small movies starting to cold Kevin about like women's suffragette movements. I'm talking about like a big... Fifty hundred million dollar movie blockbuster film for Christmas or summer that stars a female a female cast a female hero. Why not make it organically? Like script it, develop it, develop a story about a cool woman who does cool shit. Yeah, Put, yeah. You know, why not do that? And they, those movies have proven to be somewhat successful. That, why can't you do that instead of just taking a movie about guys and remaking it and putting women in it? Dude, I I was thinking the other day when I was driving um, erratically on Sunset. Why not Joan of Arc? Isn't that a pretty good story? Why has there not been a well? They a did that with uh, what's movie? her name, the girl from uh, God. What's her name? Uh, the little tiny uh, model, French actress, model, whatever her name is. The one well, from those maybe a better one then. <laughs> yes. Well, Wait, I, because they did it as like this religious, deep religious movie. It was very dark and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, why not do an action brave, a Braveheart? You mean about Joan? Yeah, it's kind of a cool story, you know. Yeah. Now I will tell you that movies that are led by women don't do as well as movies that are led by men. That's because women don't watch as many movies. They don't. Women don't watch action films. They don't want to see go be, see big blockbuster CGI action films. It's mostly teenage boys. Which why Transformers. Have you seen? Uh, uh, <laughs> what's the Ryan Gosling thing where he's uh, the, La La the, Land? The, no, well, no, I'm not going to. No, watch I'd that. not see that. I'd rather see Moana again. <laughs> I I had to watch the Notebook because I was trying to bang this chick. Yeah, and I watched it in its entirety. By the way, I'm no longer accepting and it is the fact. I'm fucking no, garbage. I'm not accepting the excuse any longer from guys saying I watched this shitty movie to get laid. Because honestly, I, I wasn't watching it alone. <laughs> no, but I mean, the guys. Uh, the excuse was always like, "Yeah, I went to go see the Notebook or La La Land, but it's because I was going to get laid by this girl." I'm like, "There's other ways. There's just other ways. There's <laughs> just not an excuse." Any well, longer. yeah, she's not going to respect you <laughs> yes. if you go to fucking Hamilton. <laughs> no, there has to be there has to be a better way than that. How about just being a dude? If, if you're sitting in a musical and not. Physically perturbed, yes. she does not respect you, and you're not going to get your dick sucked. Uh, no, I agree with yeah, that. Like whoever's listening, I don't know. But. So Ocean's Eight now it has the Kardashians in it, and it's a jewelry heist. So you're going to are you going to go see it? Also, I believe as, you, as I told you, I believe there's only eight cast members because they ran out of checkbox marks to check off. So there's like Asian woman, there's Latina woman, there's saucy black chick, there's the uh, transgender woman, and they just after eight they go like. Okay, what else? They go, that's it. We cover all the boxes. Like, okay, what Ocean's 8. The, they, didn't, they didn't have the transgender male available? No, so they don't have a tranny. No there's, really a tranny. To... there's a tranny in the film. So they have two trannies? No, there's only one tranny. You mean uh, a man be- well, who I'm became a woman? I'm saying a woman. Uh, no, because an all-female yeah, like cast. a woman that became a man. It's an all-female cast. Maybe uh, Ch- uh, Bradley Manning as Chelsea Manning will be. We'll do a cameo. We'll do a cameo. <laughs> 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 Which, by the way, I'm going to get off topic. But if, if Bradley Manning had not transitioned into a woman, he would not have been let out of prison. It's very clear. I'm not sure that's true. But I don't, there's no way. There's other dudes in jail. Theory. There's other dudes in jail. All right, Ocean's Eight, just stop this shit. This shit will not stop. And by the way, I mean, everybody, everybody in Hollywood thought as of January 2017 there'd be a female president. 
So this whole thing was just going to keep rolling along. Right. And this whole Trump thing, it just like put such a huge fucking wedgie on everybody <laughs> that all these films were greenlit thinking like this is the, Clinton, the new, you know, the new era. Right. Because you're talking about the, the TV show that had, Homeland. Homeland. Yes. So Homeland has a, a female president who's like Hillary Clinton. And this everybody just literally assumed Hillary was going to win. You and you assumed that I assumed that I thought she was going to oh, win. By too. the way, I, I had no fucking idea. That, the, that Trump would know. So every movie they made last summer and every every TV show they filmed last summer all has this edge towards a female president. And now they're just like, it's like a double. No wonder they're so fucking angry all the time. Matt, let me ask you. Um, do you think fe- women who are high-level achieving athletes, such that they may actually exist... Are better looking or, or worse looking than your average average woman? Uh, usually less. Women, you think women with strong musculature that are faster, stronger, quicker reflexes are tend to be attractive ladies, or they tend to be uh, goofy looking uh, motherfuckers? Well, uh, just stereotype uh, with me for a minute. Kind of a loaded question, but yes. essentially, the better you are at athletics, the closer you are to a guy, right? I think female professional athletes, especially depending on the sport, lean masculine. They edge towards masculine because strength, obviously, is a huge yeah, factor you in sports. you have to lean towards masculine. Otherwise, you will lose at the sport. Yes. I mean, I think there's some finesse sports that probably are a little... You can go either way. Mm. But if you've seen women's softball, like I watch, I watch a lot of women's softball in between Moana viewings. Uh, yeah, the pitcher from LSU. Her, <laughs> they're, they're, her, large la- they're large ladies. You can't be a pitcher, be a skinny pitcher in softball. It just it doesn't possibly work. No, you wouldn't have the body. You wouldn't have the body strength to actually throw the ball. Whatever. Now, by the way, it's a softball seventy-two, but a major league one hundred ninety-seven miles an hour. Then throw and translate to major league speeds. Well, I, I've almost <laughs> wondered. So I'm I'm six four. You know, if I, if I really did some plyometrics, I think I could still produce like a thirty-inch vertical. I feel like I might be able to compete in women's volleyball. You think so? Yes, well, if you're I, not I, a, you're not. A, it turns out you're not a woman. I couldn't put, wear the the thong. Yeah, sports really have to wear a thong or tight, tight short shorts. Seems to me. Do you it, think that they know that that they're like strippers? Uh, I think inherently they understand it's part of this, the visual aspect to their sport, mm-hmm. and I think they also know they they have hard bodies and they're willing to do it. Right. I think they have to understand that it's there so guys can check out their asses. So they, just, they acknowledge it, but yes. they're, they're if still... If you've ever seen, like, the camera... If you've ever seen, like, the ESPN or the sports camera guys, like, at volleyball, women's volleyball events, they always close up on the girls' asses constantly over and over again. And I assume the girls notice that the cameras are just focusing on their crotches. So I'm thinking, do, do you know, volleyball was created uh, in in uh, the 40s as an alternative for businessmen that couldn't play basketball. They weren't athletic enough. So I did it, not know that. Yeah, yeah. It, it was actually just... Uh, an orchestrated thing. It seemed like a gym. It seemed like a gym sport, like something that made up like in, like what your high school PE teacher made up. Yeah, yeah. The, well, that's what it was. Yeah, it, it was guys that were not good enough to play basketball, so they let them have this thing. But it was a it was a man's sport originally. You're saying it was not yeah. a women's. It was not made up just for women. Well, it was a like badminton. It, it was a it wasn't a man's sport so much as it was a thing for less than people to do that couldn't really... But, I mean, it wasn't designed specifically for women to, to have a game. No, but then women sort of were like, oh, yeah, we, we could actually do this. That's why the hottest women uh, yes. are not playing basketball. They're playing they're, volleyball. They're playing volleyball because it's less strenuous. Are which, you saying that because you had sex with a volleyball player? 
I've had sex back? with multiple <laughs> volleyball players <laughs> versus the, every NBA players. Do you think? Do you think there's the same amount of lesbianism in volleyball as there's in basketball? I think there's very little lesbianism in, involved. in Really, volleyball. really. Do you have a theory on that? Yeah, it's because the chicks are hot and they they don't have to compete very much. You're I not like that. If, if you're a lesbian, like if like you know, I'm thinking. I'm, think, I'm closing my eyes. There, there's no lesbian NFL, right? You're not you're not hitting people and fucking trying to sack them. Um, there's no there's no female contact sports of any well, of any it, note. It, even in the WNBA, it's like you know you still got to body check a chick with your huge fucking weird fat ass volleyball. Zero physical zero contact. Zero contact. You got to be tall and fast. You got to be tall and hot and have a nice butt. Although, by the way, there's always that five. There's always that girl's like five two who can play in the back. Get her out of here. Yeah, she's always that's fucking annoying. She's, she's, always, little, she's on a scholarship, obviously. Something like that. So here's the thing: Holly Saunders. You've, you've never heard her before today. Uh, she played. She's a good-looking model-type looking girl. She played collegiate golf. I don't think she ever played pro golf. She wanted to be like a commentator for the Golf Channel because. The sports channels to figure out to hire good-looking women to be. I've there. seen her. She's real hot. She's a brunette, hot brunette model-looking. She, in fact, I think she did model in college. Doesn't know shit about golf. Yes. Well, she played some golf in college, which, by the way, is not a very high standard for women. Well, could you or I learn everything about golf in about a week? Yeah, we couldn't play. Any, we couldn't play well, but we could learn about. No, it. No, but just fast. to talk about it. Yes. Like, yeah. Well, here's you know. The, yes. It's a sport you can learn pretty easily. Not how to play well, but to learn it. So she won Golf Magazine's hottest. Woman in golf of the year. I think it's five years in a row now for her. She doesn't even play golf. She is not a golfer. She is a golf commentator, which led me to believe that they could not find, reasonably could not find an attractive looking woman who plays professional golf at any reasonably high level. Well, there are the Korean women uh, with their large heads. They do have large, sort of large mailbox type heads. Yeah, and yeah. Um, there's usually, every, now and then, of, every 20 years, there's like a like Swedish a bucket. Yes. Yeah, every, every like, couple decades there's a Swedish woman who looks pretty good looking who's fairly good looking but they're all kind of manly in their stature. But then you see her from the back and you're like oh man her shoulders are Dolph Lundgren. Yeah and you're kind of thinking they might have a dick somewhere (laughs) back in there. They're packing some dick in there. It's highly possible. So here's the thing. Are there really I mean does it matter but is this this you and I are feminists right? So we've agreed on that. We both call each other feminists. Isn't it kind of sexist that you know you have to anticipate that there'd be good looking women in sports like ESPN does a body the body issue by ESPN every year. And the women are always have massive muscles. They really strain the production value to like try and make them look attractive. Yeah, isn't it the fact they just aren't attractive women in sports? But that's okay because men don't have to be attracted to play sports. I, I mean, I think you're right. It's a double standard. Like if you're talking about the body issue, then like I never wanted to see DeAndre Jordan's butt crack. No, but even the well, I don't look at I I skip over the male pages. <laughs> you clearly you clearly are observing, but even the women like the little gymnasts, the little, little midget muscle bodies, yeah. they really push hard to make them look attractive. But they're really kind of scary looking. No, most certainly. Um, Attractive girls can't vault, okay? It just they can't. Here's the thing. If you're a really hot chick, you might like kind of do some yoga every now and then if you have a good face. If your face is garbage, you might start training like 40 hours a week. Yes. By the way, I think that goes somewhat for guys. Guys probably don't have to look so much, but kids who are stronger, more physical, are weeded out in the sports really early, diverted the sports really early on. So they're pushing the sports as their accomplishment. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're the strong, if you're the tallest kid in the class, you have to play basketball. If you're a guy, 
You were just literally forced to play basketball. Right. Like the coach, it started like in third or fourth grade. They make you play. They make you play basketball. If you're strong or you can throw a ball fast, they make you play sports. And if you don't, they make fun of you and mock you and ridicule you. Do, do, I, I'm talking about myself now. You probably no, no, as, as far as I understand, and I, I've been trying to validate this, Brian. Maybe you could help me. Um, that means good Brian Google shit. Right. <laughs> between and drinking his cosmos. He's also drinking the faggiest <laughs> cocktail I've pink ever lady, seen. Drinking his pink lady. As far as I understand, and, and I hope this is true, in America, every seven-foot-tall person between the ages of 18 and 30, one-third of them is in the NBA. So that's like 30 people and 10 of them are in the NBA? Basically. 20, whatever it is. Well, yes. basically, yeah. If you play, if, you, if you're tall or strong as a boy, you have to play sports. It, what you're saying is if you're unattractive as a girl, they force you into Sports becomes an option. It certainly becomes an option for you. And if you're, more ma- if you're more masculine, to say, in your build and your strength as a woman, you're clearly you're going to have an advantage in sports early on. Or maybe if, uh, like, you're Serena Williams and you're obviously <laughs> a guy now yes. because your dad slipped Start a lot of... Stuffing with HGH. As which a, is so... Obviously true. Wait, I, she do, so. Do you believe in this conspiracy? I think it's true. I don't, that you. Well, you're saying she was a guy. That she's a guy who was like had, oh. was castrated, or she was a woman who they gave male hormones to. She's a woman that they gave male hormones to. Oh yeah, I totally agree with that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think there's no other way to explain her. I mean, it's, the whole idea is that, like she's a strong woman. Why are you just calling? Why are you accusing her of drug use? It's just like Barry Bonds. The thing that goes back to Barry Bonds. If you're like in the one millionth of one percent of musculature or, or shape of your head and shoulders, something's going on. Yes, there's a freak born every generation who just is a freak. But LeBron James might be more of a natural freak than anybody else. Like LeBron James uh, at like twelve could bench press right. like four hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. No, no one was pumping LeBron full of hormones. He's just a naturally gifted athlete. He's a he is a freak of a generation. Who was uh, like, Serena Williams? Yes, that doesn't look normal at if, all. If it was normal, there'd be more people like her. But there's nobody else like her. There's not a single woman in tennis who, she's other a, than her sister, who approaches her. She's either voluntarily. By the way. <laughs> But she's also, they're, they're she's also beautiful. Of, she's also beautiful. Man. There are one of two scenarios here. She's either voluntarily taking HGH or, or various hormones, or her dad did it to her involuntarily. There is no other fucking scenario. Well, I think she'd have her, to. I sat next yes. to her on the fucking plane, first class, by the way. Her guns. Yeah. Are, did you ask her to move her triceps over because they were they were <laughs> right. two seat? There, it, it was insane. <laughs> But here, I would assume she'd have to still be taking the, the hormones because if her dad did it to her at like 6 to 12 or something, at 30, whatever, she still wouldn't be that large unless she was still doing it. I don't know how that works. I mean, I don't think it lasts forever. You have to keep up with the regimen. So she is just well, yoked. I, well, what about the dude from Reddit who's banging her now and is getting to marry her? Wait, what guy from Reddit? The guy who runs Reddit is, is getting, is got engaged her and they're having sex and they're getting married. The tall, skinny dude from Reddit. If you're having sex with Serena Williams, yes. you're uh, yes. you're a gay guy. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you're gay so much. Yeah, you might be gay. I don't know if you're homosexual. You're just like, you've no, you're, you're you're got, you got a fetish going on. Mm, There's some same. muscle thing going on. Oh, well, so let's you, just say, you want to fuck a bodybuilder? Well, I'm just saying. Why, may, why don't you just go fuck Macho Man Randy Savage? He may in his mind like the fact that she's a woman who has a body of a man. Yeah, that's gay. <laughs> I guess you're. I guess I, you're I'm right. not homophobic. I'm yes. just saying, like, just it's fine. It's just weird. I find the whole thing weird, and I find the fact that people make me want to see, look at Serena Williams in her lingerie and say she's be- and say she's beautiful to not only be unusual and, and sort of conniving, but also sexist. It's really sexist. Nobody says you have to call LeBron James handsome. Nobody's ever once ever said that. 
And yeah, no one's ever pretended that. Yeah, that's a good point because no, it, it wouldn't even make sense. No, even if they put him on the cover of GQ, which they do all the time, they always say best dressed. They never say the handsomest man in America because yeah. he fucking looks like a troll. And everyone knows he looks like a troll and he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he has an exceptional amount of testosterone. His yes. brow, he has like a, a weird like uh, sort of black uh, a stain on his forehead. He's got a whole bunch of weird shit going on with his He's head got like and a body. Permanent scar. Yes. But I don't think his mom was slipping uh, testosterone into his uh, chocolate milk. No, I think he probably could have beat up his mom when he was like 18 months old. <laughs> He was probably lifting fucking tables over his head and shit. He's, yeah. a, he's a weird dude. All right, so you and I are feminists once again. We're not marching on Washington, but I just want to declare ourselves as feminists. We see past all this shit. Matt, let me ask you. The future is going to suck, I think, for so many reasons. But in this segment this week, in this new segment, every, every week I have to have a new segment because your previous week's segments are shut down. They're shut down. Uh, this is Matt Explains Why the Future Will Suck Horribly. And this is based on the fact that Antonio Brown leaked locker room right. locker room footage of uh, Mike Tomlin's uh, Tomlinson's uh, speech after the after the victory. It seems last like week. a pretty standard speech, you know. Like, I, I, I but why is it why is why is the fact that why is the fact that there's absolutely no privacy anymore that everyone must share every private moment of their life, including heretofore previously taboo, never share this locker room stuff before on Facebook Live? How is that going to ruin the future? I think it's interesting because I don't watch football, but I think Mike Tomlin... Speaking of, speaking of gay, I, uh, things, things that make you gay. I have watched a few HBO Real Sports. And <laughs> Is that my, when you're looking at DeAndre Jordan's naked body and his body issue? I'd rather not. So you've watched, you've watched sports before to keep Thank up with the, 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 ruse, the ruse you're living. Yeah, sort of. Yes. Well, so Mike Tomlin is from, like, this poor town in West Virginia. And uh, so, anyway, the dude's, he, he's doing a speech that's like, hey, man, y'all keep it cool, you know. He swears a lot. He's country. He's like, you know, it's old school. He's old school. It's, is he even old school? Maybe he's a football. A, he's a, he does. He says shit that football coaches say in locker rooms. Right. I, it's meant I, for. I, it's not meant for general public. I don't get what's weird about it. So Antonio Brown, who by the way, I think this would be weird if he was like a scrub. Yes. He's one of the best players in the league. Amazing, amazing receiver. Um. So he's having a good time because they just won, and he was streaming uh, the speech. Facebook living the speech. Essentially, as the guy was saying, don't do this. Yes. <laughs> then we're a team. This is private matter that keep this in-house. Um, yes. And, and it really sucks that I, I guess, like, I, I don't want to be in a locker room now and just maybe, it, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm changing my, my shorts and, and the, the towel. Like, I don't want to have a live stream of my dick hanging out, but... I, I feel like they, I, I hadn't even contemplated that. Now you've made me concerned for the future as well. Well, if they if they don't mean well, though, but there's no isn't the fact that there's just no this desire of let's say everybody under the age of thirty now or twenty five, whatever, it is to share every moment of their life, public or private. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's, it's only going to lead to really weird things in in terms of like Japan. Look at Japan. Yes, I can't see it from here, but I understand what you're saying metaphorically. Well, I've never been there, but yes. from what I assume, people are either over really uptight or they're just they're just licking shit panties. They're very concerned with their uh, public reputations and things that are said about them and very polite, uh, overly polite and formal. Is that what you're saying? 
I'm the, saying it's going to manifest itself in in very bad ways. It, I, like so, uh, Antonio Brown probably shouldn't have done that, and I think he he understands that at this point. But you, that's, you can't, that's nowhere, the norm, though. There's, no there's nowhere for you to be private. There's no private moments anymore. So you can't, as a coach or as a player, or in relationships with your girlfriend, or in political matters, or in social matters with your buddy. You can't expect. You, there's no expectation of privacy anymore. So you're gonna couch everything you say well, it was yeah like yeah like the thing with uh with johnny depp and and amber heard yes. who's obviously a whore liar and and she was videotaping him when he was just trying to like have his own moment I yes don't, i don't know why he polished off a uh, 40, <laughs> no 40 ounce of wine but no longer will you be able to wear your cowboy hat in the morning and polish off wine bottles and throw shit <laughs> while wearing braces <laughs> while wearing braces because everything you do now is going to be made public someone's either filming you Either for nefarious purposes or just like Antonio Brown, just because they're just so used to doing that, to sharing every moment live with their public, with their audience. Yeah, everyone believes they're a performer now uh, that they have an audience. This goes from Antonio Brown all the way down to like some chick in high school who's just like showing what's going on in her classroom to everybody. Everyone thinks that they're they're entertainment production now. They are a celebrity of some type, living a life that needs to be examined by other people. And the offshoot is that people that want to be private can no longer be private because they're caught up in this shit. I mean, I guess there's two ways. Like, if, if you ever watched, like, let's say Elf, right? So there, there used to be, like, four shows that got green light, and all those people made, like, $10 million each. Yes. And you're like, oh, that show's garbage. So you're like, oh, you got YouTube. But then you got some guy that plays video games on, on film. And the standard has dropped. Uh, it, but people well, like not, people not like watching. Really. I, I think it's it's it hasn't been figured out yet. People like watching real life. They like the Antonio Brown stuff inside the locker room stuff. But at some point, people need to realize like if you just publicize, if you film and audio tape every single moment of your life, no one's going to want to be around you. People aren't going to want to be around you anymore. It's just obnox- It's just obnoxious. You can't be private anymore. But there are people that are making twenty million dollars a year doing the exact same. That's why everybody does it. Because they think it's a Kardashian world. They think they can all be Kardashians. They think they can all be like, what do the Kardashians do? They share their life every single moment of their life, and they become rich and famous. And that's what everyone believes they can do now. And it's working. No, but it only works for a very small number. It works for a minute number of people. Everyone else is just an asshole. Everyone else is just an asshole. I mean, the difference between you doing it and the Kardashians doing it is they make $50 million a year. If you do well, it, you're just do, an asshole. Do you know, uh, I don't want to uh, mispronounce the guy's name. Is it Cutie Pie? Yes, the, you, the you YouTube guy, the about? Swedish YouTube guy, Swedish or whatever he is. Cutie is it, I think the guy plays cute. video games. I'm going to say Cutie Pie. Yes, yeah, the guy plays video games. Uh, he has a webcam that tapes himself playing video games, and he has like 20 million people who watch him. I'm not so much concerned about him. Yes. Who the fuck is watching it? Uh, I don't know, but I think once we, I, I'm assuming we, we, I'm assuming there's a way for us to collect that data. <laughs> and to make a list, make a list. Like to me, I'm not worried about like the no fly terrorist list. That doesn't bother me. I assume of that 800,000 people, like maybe eight people on that list are dangerous. That's why I don't whatsoever. I'm more concerned with the 20 million people who watch Cutie Pie. I always, I always get pulled <laughs> into the uh, the scanner thing too. Yes, I'm more concerned with people that watch Cutie Pie for more than like an hour a day. Those are the people that scare me a lot more than a potential guy uh, on an airplane. I, I would, I would argue if you've ever watched it, you should be on the list. <laughs> yes. So you're not going places. I, again, my feeling about the digital social media is that people aren't stupid, are any more stupid than they used to be. You just now, it's easier to recognize them, which I think is a plus. Because if you're on the cutie pie like subscriber list, 
now we know. We just know. We didn't before we guessed. Like, is that person an idiot? No, I don't know. But now we know. Well, what about like how to recognize a sociopath? By the way, like uh, you know, it was actually kind of cool when Jim Jones, sorry, Jim Jones killed all those people, started that cult. Yes. You know, yes. it was like he at least had to have charisma. What yes. the fuck is Cutie Pie? Like, he, to me, he doesn't have that kind of. That sort of cult-like charisma that I would, if I was idiotic, that I would follow him. You used to have to, I, my general theory on this, before the digital age, you used to have to, like, actually work to become a lunatic with fo- a following. Like, yeah. you used to, like, have to, like, even Manson put some time into it. Like Manson, Manson put a lot of time. He put a lot of time. He was, like, yeah. nuts for a long time. He One of his songs isn't that bad, by the way. Yes. I, he was I, at it for 10 years before he really got, before he really got a, a following of murderers. And we talked about Hitler earlier off, off, offline. He put, he put in a hard decade of, of time of uh, his political movement, you know, getting, getting his ass kicked, being in brawls, being in jail, all stuff like that. Jim in Jones. The, in the beer pubs. The beer hall. All the, yeah, the, the riots. He had to start a lot of riots, get, his, get it two by fours to the head and stuff like that. Nowadays, you just go online, just do shit, and you can become famous like in a week. And you put no skin. There's no skin in the game whatsoever. So even the, even the totalitarian lunatics, the moralists, all the social justice warriors, they put no time or effort into it anymore. There's no hurdle to becoming like... That's the thing about like all this anti-Trump stuff. I don't mind all the anti-Trump stuff. Uh, I'm sort of anti-Trump. It's just like you've done nothing to earn the podium that you're, that you're, you're taking, the well, soapbox. Yeah, I mean, like Harvey Milk, for example, is someone that I kind of admire in terms of just civil rights activism. Yeah. and. Um, he, yeah, he was killed. He, he, yes. he was killed, but yes. he, he knew most of the time that there was a threat, and he kept speaking up. Well, ML, same with MLK. They all knew they were going to die, right? They all knew that people were trying to kill them actively. Well, MLK, yeah. I mean, well, they all knew that their life was in danger, right? There was a, there was a price to pay for what they were doing. At certain times from the government, but yes. Yeah, but whatever it was, they all knew that they were probably going to be killed at some point, assassinated at some point. Mm-hmm. Everybody was in the 60s, especially they were all assassinated. So yeah, they put something on the line. Now, in the old days, even a soapbox, if you put a soapbox in the public square, people would throw fucking vegetables at your head and fucking punch you and all this other shit. If you want, now people like go online anonymous. So people like were protesting the Girl Scouts today because the Girl Scouts are going to walk in the inauguration. So people were like vitriol against the Girl Scouts, right? So all these women are writing like anonymous anti-Girl Scout shit. I'm like, what the hell is that? Like, it's you, you as an anonymous person who won't even give your name, writing shit about the Girl Scouts. How fucking, how fucking lame can you be? It's like, I, I mean, if you I, want to take a stand against the Girl Scouts, at least put yourself on camera and say, I'm Mary Smith of whatever the city, and I hate the fucking I, Girl Scouts. I hate a lot of groups, but the Girl Scouts wouldn't crack my top ten, <laughs> no. I don't think. Poor fucking Girl Scouts. Uh, anyhow, I don't even remember what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, now why the future is going to suck. The future is going to suck. I think it's pretty clear you've convinced me. So the good news is uh, there'll be good things in the future too. And we can all the good people can hide somewhere. Uh, I think at some point this social media, the social media, cable news, social media, all this stuff has really caused the horribleness to come out much more than we knew was ever there before. Mm-hmm. And at some point, I'm thinking there has to be a counter effect to that. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but we're like all the assholes will have to go away at some point. It's Donald Trump. That's what's already happened. Yeah, but I think at some point this everything is on a pendulum. At some point, like the asshole, the public assholeness will have to go away. Do you, or ebb. you don't think it could swing any further? Donald Trump is the president of the United That's States. That's what I'm saying. I think we've hit like the end. I think we've hit like the end point of this. Don't you think? 
Oh, so you're saying, so where could it... At some point, we become more civil, is what I'm thinking. Uh, you don't think so? You think it just decays more and more until it just gets... You know, we become Roman, although the walls crumble and we all kill each other? Well, basically, I mean, if you look at the dollar... Yeah, I don't know. You, well, you're, this Matt explains how why the future will suck statement got really dark. Got really dark. Well, no, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I would like to not think that, but... I think at some point, people will be like, okay, Nicole Kidman can say, like, maybe we shouldn't fucking yell fuck you at each other all the time. People go like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. As opposed to fuck you, Nicole Kidman, for saying that. <laughs> we're, so, we're so incredibly uncivil at this point that I think at some point it just it circles back at some point to people going like, I don't want to be an asshole anymore. I'm going to be more measured in the things I say. Yeah. But not but, you and I, by the way. No, because <laughs> that'll, that'll be like Russian oligarchs pretending that we're fucking there's shit. There's shit you don't say. There's shit I don't say because I don't want to I don't want to tell the Girl Scouts to stop being fucking assholles. What? I'll say anything. No, by if the it way. Makes sense, if it makes sense, if it's someone deserves it, yes. Let's, let's just roll right into Joss Whedon, if we will. Joss Whedon, the famous film director in Hollywood, is... 40s, 50s now. I looked him up. He's got $100 million in net worth. Very successful. Green light. He's got really pretty much green light capabilities, which means he can get a movie. He can get a movie made. A big movie, big budget movie made if he is wants he, to. Is he a Jew? Uh, I don't know if he's Jewish, Matt. Do you want? Are you making a list there with your <laughs> with your pencils? I would just like let's <laughs> cross reference. Uh, I don't know if he is or not. He's a nerd. He's a, fan, a nerd boy, fan of all the nerds. He did Firefly. He directs horrible movies. He did Buffy the Vampire Slayer for TV. He did uh, Firefly. He, all the nerds. He's like a softy. He's earned his keep. He's earned his keep. But I call him like a softy sci-fi guy in the sense that he's not like he, he relates to both set genders. You know, he's very very temperate in his stuff. But he's a he's a nerd. He's clearly a nerd. Kind of faggy. Yeah, yeah, but that's another way of putting it. Uh, anyhow, he came out this week on Twitter, and because you know, again, you know, how I feel about men who are get crazy about abortion rights. There's something wrong. There's just something wrong with them. So, because Paul Ryan, uh, wait, we, what's your theory? Uh, I think it's fine for women to like be up in arms about abortion rights. When men get up in arms about abortion rights, I think there's something wrong with them. I agree. It's just not a male. It, it, it's something like I am pro-choice, but it's something that if you start screaming about as a man, there's something something going on. Yeah, you shouldn't be that passionate about. No. It. So he, Paul Ryan, is did the bill or something to pull Planned Parenthood funding. So Joss Whedon went on Twitter and basically said, "I want to f- rape, fuck uh, Paul Ryan to death with a rhino's horn." I don't know that's where the rhino's horn came from, but I guess that's a Republican reference. Um, you know, kill him, to rape him till he's dead, or whatever the fuck he wrote. Which, by the way, seems pretty harsh. <laughs> so here, mm-hmm. here's my point. So beyond the anonymous people on Twitter, here's Joss Whedon, who has a tremendous amount of money, a tremendous amount of power and influence in the media, and he's still doing this Twitter bullshit. Like, why not make a fucking movie? Why not make a TV show? Do whatever you want. Like, you have so much. You're so the opposite of disenfranchised. You're so enfranchised. That you shouldn't be doing that kind of shit, right? That's um, why it's la- that's why I found it lame. I, I think that if it were the other way around, like if he was saying like uh, I I want to like, rape and kill Hillary Clinton. Oh yeah, that, no, you'd be uh, well. First of all, you'd never work in Hollywood again. That was that'd be clear. I do agree with him because I, I've actually thought about this a lot, and maybe you can the fucking the Paul Ryan part until he dead till he's dead. Uh, Rapey, no, actually. I, I, he actually used the word rape. I no, I, I would skip the fucking part. Yeah, because it doesn't appeal. Although to me. a lot of gay people came out and said they would like to fuck Paul Ryan too, because they found him very handsome. No, gay guys don't want to fuck Paul Ryan's corpse. By the way, also the the thing that the Republicans ran about Paul Ryan being like, uh, "Hey, he's this really handsome guy." I'm like, eh, "Are you sure?" I see. A lot, I do. I don't know. I saw a lot of gay posts with guys saying like, "You know, uh, before you kill him, I want to have sex with him because he's pretty hot." See, all right. 
here's the thing. That's my gaze talking. If if you so you're, you're obsessed with Hitler, right? So this is the whole Schroding, Schrodinger's cat thing. So if if you could have killed Hitler as a baby, would you have killed him or would you just let him live? As a baby, knowing yeah. what I knew, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I myself would kill babies. I can't see myself actually like. Well, how how would I do it? Would I like if a sniper rifle from far away would have to strangle a baby to death? You'd have to drown him in a bathtub. Ooh, drowning. Uh, I think I, I think I would personally have a hard time killing a baby. So uh, I could order. I think I think I could order a hit on a baby. <laughs> I don't think I could personally wrap my hands around a baby and kill it. I don't see that myself being able to do that. We'll see with with uh, Paul. But Ryan, I'm glad you. But I'm glad you. I'm glad you asked. Like I, like we don't have the time to. I could uh, drone. I could drone Hitler, baby. Explain the, the atrocity, <laughs> which is Paul Ryan. No, but here's a point. But it's what he, what Josh Whedon wrote, which is like something that a a completely disenfranchised person with no power. You always talk about how the disenfranchised people with no power are really getting angry and upset. But he's the opposite of that. He actually has a tremendous amount of power. So he's a he's a rich white guy with green light power in Hollywood. He can get movies made. To, he's like he's he's got more franchise than anybody else. So why is he still writing all that shit? Like. You know, sort of like blowhard shit on Twitter. Well, because he's got a few months between movies. <laughs> and, I want to say he's a guy who should be more rational and reason, or and or say, look, I'm going to launch this arts project to stop whatever. You know, Some, something a little more high minded than someone who's just a troll in a basement somewhere. We become I, I, so uncivilized. I, 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 well, I don't know, man. I mean, a lot of these guys are are from. Uh, What's his background? A poor black well, he's child. He's probably British. You know, <laughs> he's not British. you called him Jewish earlier. Make up your mind. Well, you could be both. I don't know if that's even possible anymore. Here's my point: We have so much hysteria, and the hysteria has. There's always been hysteria. There's always been like, you know, out in, in the U.S. and whatever in democracy, there's always hysteria about shit, right? They're hysterical about drugs. We're hysterical about whatever. Have to go be- blacks, marijuana, blacks, marijuana. We were hysterical about the Russian Soviet threat, and we have to go bomb, bomb this shit. That whatever. was twenty years. We were, ex- yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always hysteria. The it's scare. easy to drum that stuff up, but we always thought like the smart people would be like non-hysterical. That like you know the people like they were educated and the people that were like you know, intelligent and where like ran newspapers or ran, you know, whatever entertainment companies or whatever would be non-hysterical. Mm-hmm. But now they're fucking hysterical too. <laughs> like now the people you look to for a little grounded, this are now also hysterical. Well, we were reading Hearst papers in the first place. So I, I think it may have always been. It's uh, possible. But then you think like, you know, all these people who are hysterical now about Trump would not, would have been completely comic and placid if Hillary had won, right? Meanwhile, she'd be doing all this shit. Then they probably hate. T- they probably hate too. Well, these people are are uh, unaware, hypocritical losers because she'd still be bombing the shit out of stuff. She'd still be doing in- insider deals with Wall Street. She'd still be doing all the shit that they oh, all say Trump's going to do. She would be doing much more. Yes, inside Wall Street stuff, and and you know, I mean, I was actually like, I like Obama, like in terms of just like I like that this is this is a normal guy. You know, he's a he, cool dude. He's a cool dude. Well, he didn't come from money, and yeah. you know, he understands that his job in, entails murdering people overseas. Yes, uh, for the industrial complex. Do you know that he uh, d- uh, issued more drone strikes in his first year in office than Bush did in eight years in office? 
uh, by a long shot. But it's not even talked. But it's never. It's ne- and this is. It's never talked about. It's just never talked well, about. Well, it's also. It's not like he started that war either. Oh but no, no. But I'm saying like he as a warmonger is never a, never a narrative that's. I've never heard it brought up. No, never. But he's clearly you know by definition of a warmonger, he's clearly a warmonger. Obama has ordered yes. by executive order babies being killed. But not strangled by his own hands because even he went through that. No, because he's actually... We're like, we're like that together. He's pretty fucking cool, man. Yes, But I, I told you, I would order a drone strike on Hitler, baby. That's easy. By the way, ordering drone strikes, easy. Easy to do. If you had to kill someone oh, with your hands... So, so you would drone strike a Hitler, baby. Oh, yeah, for sure I would. But you, Because you just, it's so fucking detached from reality. A drone strike is so detached from reality. Do you think Obama could go kill Syrian babies by, with his hands? How aware do you think he is, is, is of it? I think he's very aware of it. I think he probably hates it, but I think he does it and justifies it in his mind for some reason uh, because he's told it has, to, it has to, you know, there's this whole weight of the world on your shoulders kind of thing. I have to do all these horrible things. Yeah. I think people play into that mindset of like, I have to, you know, all these people that are generals tell me this shit. I have to do what they say because they know a lot more than me. And I don't want to be the president who's like, when the U.S. gets fucking whatever, I don't want to be that guy. So I think they take a very militaristic approach to what to their office. Don't you think, though, as, as he's... I, I think he's obviously a, like a fairly normal guy. Like, yes, he seems like the most normal president we've ever had. Don't you think? He that and Clinton, would, Bill Clinton. Wouldn't that fuck with you? Like, yeah, I when, think so. When you're trying to go to sleep, wouldn't that, wouldn't that just? Yeah, eat there is you? that thing where the guys who are in presidents they get gray and old looking really fast. Well, that happened. That has to be part of it. I mean, yeah. it has to be part of it. It's not just the hours you're keeping. A lot of guys work hard hours. It's just knowing that you're killing people every day. That has to wear. That has to wear. And you're also people that you're sending to battle are also dying every day. That has to wear on you a lot. I'd think. I I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. And, want that and I also, if if I could take a quick aside, why is it always with the numbers? Uh, well, you know, uh, two thousand <laughs> troops uh, perished, and and that's horrible. That's, yes, that's a terrible thing. Yes. Oh, you're talking about the foreign debt, the uh, foreign. But uh, yes. well, that would, that would mean like uh, what uh, half a million uh, just random people that random you Middle guys fucking died. Flew well, up. we don't really count uh, the, the military doesn't really count the cows. Yeah, on the other no, side. they don't count. <laughs> no, they don't, they don't count. You know, sure. Hey, you're talking to me. I'm very anti-war. There was not a single anti-war candidate. You know, I voted for Gary Johnson, but he was never going to win. There was not a single option for anti-war option in the presidential uh, election. I think Bernie was. Uh, yeah, he wasn't going. He was never going to win. Yeah, he's anti-whatever. Bernie's. Yeah. I can't. Every time I hear his voice, it just. Reminds he's, me he was <laughs> too old. <laughs> he was. He was too old and unaccomplished. All right, we're getting off Joss Whedon. Matt, let me ask you. Uh, Erica writes an email to us about GoFundMe. I've, I believe that GoFundMe is just called, should be called millennial, MillennialAsshole.com. Just change it to like Entitled Millennial Asshole because as far as I know, pretty much everyone on GoFundMe, it's a, it's a whole millennial thing where like I have a project I want to do. My parents don't support me or the general market won't support what I'm doing. But I'm really good at what I do, so I want you strangers to give me money so I can not have to get a real job. That's basically what GoFundMe is, right? Yeah, so she... So this she, girl, Allie, Allie Dowding, Dowling, she's dating... She's a girl from Tennessee. Does she sound any more white? What's her name? No, Allie, Al- Allie uh, Dowdle. Dowdle. Al- Allie Dowdle? Oh, she's the most white person you've Fuck ever seen. Yourself. She is like... A, it looks like Miley, Miley Cyrus family. They're fucking Tennessee, uh, white... 
I mean, just blonde. Not even blonde. It's not even blonde so much. It they look like they've been here for four years. We shouldn't years. compare people to Miley Cyrus because um, they're usually much more attractive. Yes. She, they are more attractive. They look like, it looks like if you wanted to invent a Christmas card to make yourself look waspy, that would be the family. If Christmas I Googled card. Mormon porn, yes. this is yes. Although like. Tennessee has that sort of recessive thing going on, too, where they look a little recessive. Their eyes are kind of far apart. Yeah, they don't look like models. They look sort of like, yeah, a little bit like maybe, you know, they were good looking in a Tennessee kind of way. They, like, they, they call it teen, but they're like 39. Like, yeah, the Cumberland Valley, there's not a lot of sex going like, on uh, outside. What's, what's the girl's name uh, from uh, the Adams Family? Christina Ricci? Christina Ricci. Yes. Yeah. Is she weird looking? She's kind of weird looking. She had her uh, breasts reduced, by the way. Well, yeah, my, my friend was fucking for so I had to hang out with her for a while. and uh, She's got, got a creepy looking face. Yeah, it's it's hard to look at. Yeah. Her Tell face. Me, she looks like Shani Tatum in a way. She has sort of Shani Tatum face. It, it, it's weird. <laughs> yes. It's a weird thing to have to deal with in person. So Allie Dowdle, Dowdle on, uh, it, it went on GoFundMe, and she says she has a, she's 18. She's going to college in the fall. She's been accepted to some college. She is dating a black boy. Ooh. By the way, dating a black boy sounds like something you'd say like in the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just doesn't sound like something in 2017 you say anymore. Like, it expect people to gasp. But she's a, a very white girl from Tennessee dating a black boy. Well, by the way, she's she's fucking a black guy, which is fine. They're fucking. Yes. Why is it on? Like, why is she alerting everyone? Because I'll tell you why this. she is. Because uh, because she alerted everyone because her father has cut her father and mother have cut her off from financial aid to go to college. Sounds pretty bogus to me. You think it's all fake? Yes. I don't think it's fake. I think it's real. But what I think is, so they were parents. So she says when her parents found out she was dating a black boy and refused to give him up. This is like Romeo and Juliet, and refused to give him up. Their dad said, "I'm not giving you any money for college, and I'm taking away your cell phone and your car." Ooh, Ooh that's really really rough stuff. And so she went on GoFundMe and said, Fuck. "Because of it, my dad's a racist, I now need money for college. Because the alternative is, I guess, I have to pay for it. I don't know. I, like, I wish <laughs> that I would have had a cell phone and a car to be taken away. Yes, you also probably wish you had a black boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> hey, if it, if it meant a free uh, car and phone, well, this would absolutely. all be really funny if she hadn't asked for twelve thousand dollars to help her with her college and got forty thousand dollars so far from people who are. So she started a f- uh, oh she started gosh. a GoFundMe page, which, by the way. It seemed like a very honest intention, which is I want to stop racism. My parents are racist. You shouldn't be coming. You shouldn't be like, this is 2017. We shouldn't be telling white girls they can't date black guys. All things you kind of agree with. And there was like, and to fight this, let's give me money to go to college. Let's give me money to go to college. The white yeah. girl. Let's give the white girl money yeah, to go to it, college. It was things that, it's things that everyone agrees with. Yeah, noble, noble intentions. But then the bottom line is, so send me money so I can well, go to, so I can have, way, a nice, I have a nice apartment at uh, college uh, next year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give me, give me a uh, shitload of money. So I can have an apartment to fuck my black boyfriend. There, black there boyfriend are so in. many people that uh, agree with this. That agree the, with the, the racism or agree with the, the, what she's saying? Well, if your dad yes. is going to cut you off of his supposed support salary, support for college, living are, money. There are very few people that are that racist still. Oh, you mean the dad? Like the dad? Yeah, it makes well, me, I, think, I agree. I, I think. Well, I disagree with that. I think there are a lot. There are very few people that would say that out loud. And by the way, the dad never said it out loud. The daughter was the one who exposed him. I think there are plenty. If you look at an average Tennessee family, perhaps white Tennessee family, I think there's plenty of dads that don't want their daughters dating black guys. And might it, 
actually even threaten them in some way. Well, no one really wants their but I daughter. I watch a lot of BET. I watch getting, a lot of BET. Uh, yes. You know, impaled by a 12, uh, 12 inch black cock. However, there's no there's no dad that's going to say it out loud. I agree with that anymore. Well, I mean, who really would? By the way, no. But the daughter, the daughter saying the dad's all the shit the dad said. I believe that goes on a lot. I mean, you. you but dads I, will always dads will always cut off their threaten to cut off their daughters if they don't like who they're dating because that's the power they have over an eighteen year old girl, right? What other what other power do they have? They but if just, if you've seen online that your daughter's boyfriend has a thirteen uh, inch dong, I thought it was twelve inches. Is it gotten larger? Is he excited? Has he become excited? Has he become excited by this conversation? Thirteen inch dong, by the way, it seems really large. It's ridiculous. It doesn't seem. I think you you need to move your uh, your your black stereotypes down to like eight to ten eight to ten inch. I don't have any. I I grew up with black people. They actually don't have that huge of dongs. No, I don't think thirty. Might be bigger than the white boy she knows. Here's the point, Matt. Look, if wait, if as an aside, yes. Why are you looking at Brian? (laughs) If if you if you anyone who pulls her pants down is fired. If you're from a northern uh, European background. Usually, you know, you're you're walking around six. You you know, your D is tucked in. You know, yes. Um, if versus, I can see the allure of the black guy for the white woman still, chick. Not just for the dick size, but for the whole taboo, the whole taboo relationship thing. I can see the allure of that for a Tennessee girl, especially if your dad's a racist. By the way, well, that's if, like if my dad was a racist, I would I would immediately just get DP'd by Dwight. Of Howard course you and, would, because the teenage bodyguard. girls. That's what teenage girls do when they hate their dad. They do the opposite of what their dad wants. Why do the dads not know this? <laughs> they can't help. It's all reflexive. They can't help it. Just like they pull the college funny. Here's the point. People. Here's my point. People are donating to her like crazy. So obviously, and people are saying like this is not. I think she's earnest in like the situation in her family. But that doesn't require people to give her money. But people are giving her money. And I think this is a perfect Trump storm, which is people are looking for ways to combat their hysteria about racism and sexism and stuff like that. So they see a story like this. She put it up at the exact right time. Like the week before the inauguration was the exact right time uh, to put this up. certainly. Yeah, she's, she's overflowing with cash right now. I'm only upset that I didn't have a black boyfriend put this up myself. You and I could do the same thing and still get probably 20 grand, like within a week. Well, wasn't her... Her so her boyfriend's dad was in the NFL for a, a long time, right? Oh, I don't know that. Is that true? You say that because he's black and black people are all in sports. No, or you know that for I mean, you know that for a fact. Just doing the math. No, no. Her 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 boyfriend's dad was a cornerback in a league for. Like I did not 10 know years. that. Wow, you've dug deeper than on the GoFundMe than I have. I, I haven't dug very deep. I've by the simply... way, yeah, the GoFundMe page is usually when you give twenty five bucks, you get like something. You get something like they offer like a token. I was thinking yeah. like a, a sex picture of them, like <laughs> like fifty bucks. You get you get like a you get him reaming or something like that. I don't know. Like I want something. Uh, see, I, I, I I'm not the right in, audience. In terms of not being like a, a racist, like I really don't care. Like now, I'm kind of like yeah, give her that black dick. Yes, like, yes, like, and I'll donate some. I'll donate fuck, some more fuck money. That white pussy, like. I, Go find me in general. Am I, am I wrong? Like I, I don't know what else to do. I don't even know what you're saying. I know you're wrong. Uh, Go find me in general. Would you not say is a sign of our times of like an entitled generation of people? By the way, everyone on Go find me that I talk to seems to be making wallets or different kind of wallets or keychain. I'm not sure why the wallet and keychain, which seem to have worked fine for the last oh, 500 years, need so much remodeling. Need so much uh, I, I would think like <laughs> if if you're considering donating to GoFundMe.com. Um, 
You have to like. You, be, you probably haven't voted in the previous election. So what? Uh, no, give me a second here. Yeah, you're working um, on something big. It's better be good. So what you're essentially ignoring is that the president, whether you like him or not, is executing children. I don't want to make it dark, but that's what What does that have to do with the white girl in Tennessee getting money for dating a black boy? Well, just have some fucking perspective. Brian, are you going to finish your pink cocktail, by the way? Are you still nursing it? You're nursing it? Don't go too fast to it. That's all it is. I I didn't mean to make it dark. That's okay. Listen, I want to lighten the show up a little bit by heading into a discussion about uh, child porn and bestiality, if you don't mind. (laughs) Oh, I like bestiality in terms of discussion. I feel like bestiality, by the way, is is a term designed to make it that uh, sex with animals seem really horrible. Why yeah, are they yeah, be? Yeah. Why why can't it be called beautiful animal sex? I mean, if you can kill a cow, let, let's say you're a cow. Yes. What would you rather do? Someone puts a bolt in your head, or they or they just fuck you when you don't even know? Uh, well, I would personally I would choose bullet. Uh, <laughs> you want the farmer coming into your barn every night and fucking you in the ass? Dude, if my asshole was the size of a fucking <laughs> softball man, I really would you take you would take ten years of the farmer raping you every night versus a bullet to the head. See, cows haven't thought about this, and that's... No, they haven't. They don't know. But I, I assume they don't like when the dude comes in at night. They kind of, like, switch their tail and go, oh, not this fucker again. <laughs> Wait, are, love you, it. are you saying people are actually fucking cows? What I'm saying is Microsoft is being sued because, like every other uh, SEO search company, Google, Yahoo, everybody else, they have a huge number of child porn, bestiality, fetish, murder, torture porn sites that come up on their, come up on their search engines. Because there's only 8 million of those sites out there in the world. And they all, by the way, have huge, tra- huge, tra- huge traffic numbers. There's a lot of sick shit in this world, Matt. And it's all found on Google or, well, this or Microsoft. This is like the, uh, the lawsuits that's, that's going on is if uh, essentially they're just providing the content. Because if, if you were able to successfully sue them, uh, then... Well, what the court, it, said, it what the court says, if you're, if you're Google or Yahoo or whatever the Microsoft one is, Boingo, Bing, Bing, search engine, whatever it is. If you're a search engine and someone types in, like, fucked up sexual shit and this child porn stuff comes up, you're not responsible for it per se, whoever is providing it is. However, you have to have some monitoring program to try and stop it. You have to show that you're making an effort to try and you stop it. You have to it. pretend. You have to make a concerted effort of some kind to show you're trying to get rid of it, right, to monitor it. You can't stop it, but you have to show you're monitoring it. So all these organizations, Yahoo, Google, they have these groups called online safety groups, whatever they are. And basically they're rooms full of dudes, <laughs> rooms full of dudes, Reviewing flag, reviewing flagged websites to see if they contain heinous sexual or deviant material, basically. Because some of the stuff is like, art, is literally art. So some of the stuff is Maplethorpe crucifix in the toilet, right? And some of the stuff is child being raped over a toilet. Child being well, raped yeah, over a toilet. And, and there's also guys that, I, I mean, I, I would almost put my son on this, but like if I, if I take a, a photo of my niece who I, who I love and and she happens to be topless, and, you know, and then they have to discern between what's pornographic or whatever. Yes, although that sounds pornographic. Uh, no, no, you're right. If there's, a, if there's like a family photo that's like, yes, or if there's like, or if it's like art stuff, or if it's like kids doing shit, whatever it is, there's like, let's face it, 90% of it's going to be fucking illegal. But the 10% that is legal, you don't want to start telling people they can't, you know, are going to start taking your sites down. Like they keep, Facebook keeps taking down breastfeeding mom photos. They keep, killing those accounts and all the breastfeeding moms who by the way can stop posting those photos but they shouldn't be fucking criminally or 
legally liable for putting breastfeeding photos up of their babies. It's some sort of like yeah, it's a So they have to have these. They need at some point human interaction. They need a human screen to actually look at this logically and say, is this fucking tortured child rape porn or is it just a fucking family but photo? Who, who really should be the arbiter of that? Like, well, they are they, legally. They, Microsoft or Google have to be the arbiter of that. They have to decide that, and they have to show their have a manual that says what is, is and is not appropriate, and they have to kill the shit that's inappropriate, right? And, report, and by the way, they have to report to the authorities. But I, I really don't trust the guy that's... The, Do you feel like they're cutting off too much of your child porn is being, is being cut off? No, I, I'm just saying, like, if, if that's the job you take, like, yes. hey, hey, man, hey, Simon, here's what you do. Uh, you gotta look at all these uh, child porn photos, figure out which, what's good and what's not. I don't want that guy doing it. You want uh, someone with better taste? <laughs> well, someone has to do it, Matt. Who's going to well, fucking do it? Who's I, the right person for that job? I, 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 probably a well, chick. So fa- so I, Facebook, I certainly don't want it to be a guy. So Facebook started using algorithms. This is like from five or six years ago now, the lawsuit that we're talking about. So Microsoft basically pulled a lot of their employees who were like uh, probably the lower performing employees of Microsoft and said, we're either going to fire you or you can go into this giant room here we have and review bestiality torture, porn, murder photos all day long for appropriateness, right? right? And so they, these guys like didn't want to lose their jobs, so they all went to this fucking room every day for eight hours a day and started looking at thousands and thousands of images of kids being raped. And, and then they started <laughs> shooting up nightclubs. And then they started fucking going crazy. And so, by the way, Microsoft's thing was like, okay, we realize this is a high, you know, this is a job that may impact your emotional state. So we're going to have counselors you can call, by the way, or you meet with once a month. And also... You should, we recommend you take long walks and play video games and this maybe smoke, c- smoke this cigarettes. This is fucking... Uh, smoke cigarettes. Jesus Christ. And so these guys, su- these guys are suing now saying like, by the way, I haven't slept in like five years and I think about killing my kids all the time. Yeah, this is horrific. What, what's, the, uh, what's the movie with the orange, uh, the Kubrick movie? Uh, Clockwork Orange? Yes. Yes, it's like that. And uh, oh, they they put his uh, the toothpicks make his eye keep his eyes open. The toothpicks force him to look at the violent images. Serious, by the way. Who well, they, would, these guys. By the way, these are vol- Microsoft would say these are voluntary jobs. They weren't forced to take these jobs. Oh yeah. Well, you obviously sort of have weird fantasies about murdering and choking because you know what? You could get unemployment. Yes, right. You you can just get that and just. By the way, they also don't. They don't. Those guys don't even. The guys who are like fucking clinically depressed and suicidal based on these jobs can't get workers' comp because it doesn't qualify as a workers' comp issue. Like the trauma from seeing like fifty thousand images of child porn does not qualify as. as It really freaks me out because uh, (laughs) I I just can't believe that this is actually happening. Well, I know you're you're just training essentially a domestic ISIS. Right. Well, you have to you have to like admit that this job. Microsoft tried to pretend this was like regular a regular job, and you have to at least admit that this is a fucking fucked up job that nobody wants to do. It's like going in like into the tunnels in Vietnam, like that job that you sent the guys in the tunnels in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. That you're going to never recover from this trauma, and so in the very least, we have to set aside like oh no five million dollars in an account for like for you to suffer for the rest of your life. There has to be some sort of notification to these people that like you're entering this job that's likely to fuck you up and here's a huge compensation for it and you're signing away your life well, as opposed to like you're now a junior analyst oh here's your job by the way in Redmond here's your job going to this, in that room down there past the metal metal gates uh, yeah I'm, I'm not sure there's there's really a difference I mean well it's like it's like they do this with coal mining for years right so they always say like it's a voluntary job you don't have to go in the coal mines and get you know fucking black long right it was always voluntary 
But the fact is, when there's no other jobs in town, it's not really all that voluntary. And the company should look out to make sure you don't all fucking die at 35. Right? So I'm down with that. And Microsoft should know, like, this job is likely to fuck up your brain forever. And we should make it a special job and call it out and find the right people for it and pay them a shitload of money and get them to, like, legally understand what's going on here. And sign up for a suicidal mission, essentially. See, I, <laughs> but they didn't do any of that. They just pretended it was like it was a regular job, and like this is what you do. And all these guys are suing, and I hope they get a lot of money for it. I, I think they should. Uh, I have uh, multiple friends that are, are comedians that I've known, and they ended up working for Evil Angel, porn company. It's a porn company, but of age, at least of age porn. No, it's it's a, it's you know a normal porn. Nothing company. wrong with what yes. they're doing. So I went to visit them. And say hello. And on their refrigerator, you know where people put their uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich and all that? Yes. There was a, a gaping butthole oh. on, on the refrigerator. What do you mean a gaping butthole? There was a photograph. Oh, of a, a photograph of a gaping of butthole. Of a gaping butthole on the, on the refrigerator. I open the door, there's actually a gaping butthole. That would be bad. So That's they, not recommended. That's not sanitary. So a few friends of mine were like, yo, man, yeah. it's, it's driving me a little bit crazy yes. because all, all I'm looking at is, is you know. The sphincter, it's, giant sphincter on the food. It's hard to look yes. at. And uh, I said, well, maybe you should quit. And that was the extent of the conversation. No, you get you get. Whether but it's good money, apparently. Yeah, but you go to war. You go to, when you're involved with like atrocities, with nasty shit all day long. You become very, you you, you know you you shovel it deep down inside. Totally you could, desensitized. You totally desensitize. And I think that's someone has to do those jobs, perhaps. But you got to like call that out as a special job where you get special training, you get special evaluations. You get special compensation. Well, all imagine stuff. just taking an editing gig. I mean, we've all taken gigs at a certain point, right? Yes. And and uh, you're like, uh, well, here's the thing. It pays well. Yes. You're just going to have to uh, look at a uh, chick's open, gaping asshole for <laughs> 19 hours a day. Yes. Well, ah. some guy, by the way, guys would still take that job. Many guys would still take that job. Well, indeed they did. Yes. But you need to have some sort of like disclaimer where like you have to think about this job for 24 hours before you take it i think it started turning them insane you know what happened in uh uh australia my friend in australia so they have socialized medicine there so you can go get like lasik surgery for free you get all these surgery for free even when you're just visiting for work there you get all this stuff for free oh really yes but to stop people from getting like optional surgeries there because they're free and it would cost the government a lot of money they force you to watch these horrific videos of all the surgeries gone wrong. <laughs> they make you go into a, they make you go into a room and for like two hours you watch like LASIK surgery gone wrong, like eyeballs falling out, like sutures coming out, people bleeding from their eyeballs, all this shit like that. And then well, when they're done, mostly Asian shit, right? No, this is all this is in Australia, and so they force you to do this, and then they force you to spend twenty four hours reading the manual about all the shit that can go wrong, and then like ninety five percent of people turn it down the the surgery, so. But honestly, like, and that's, they just scare you out of taking the option of the free surgery. I actually think that's not a bad system. <laughs> Which is what they should do in these jobs, like at Microsoft or the porn, stuff like that. Like, make you lock you in a room for three hours, show you the most horrific shit you could possibly imagine, and then say at the end, okay, by the way, uh, is this something you want to do for your career? <laughs> is this something you want to do for your career? <laughs> Some kind of thing, you know, because all you see are the naked girls and go like, oh, this seems like a good job, right? You think I'm porn, naked girls, hot chicks, whatever. This seems like a good job. You have no idea how it's going to fuck you up in the head. I love it. So, something like that. All right, that's our show for today. Matt, you have something you wish to pimp and promote? 
Oh, uh, Matt yes. Ralston. Done. Matt Ralston.net. Um, what big thing are you uncovering this week? Oh, there's something else. Uh, I always like you to talk about it in case someone kills you. I want to know what you're working on. Oh, yeah. Uh, a pilot. It's, it's, it's all on there. Uh, for sound engineer Brian and also for Rocco's in Studio City. The place to get the pink ladies like, like Brian does. What kind of drink is it, Brian? Tell us a drink. That is the Rocco's cocktail. Um, you know, pink does as it, it did is, you it's their it? signature and namesake drink. It's, a, as they say, a fruity bubble explosion of J. Roger Champagne. Yes. Absolute raspberry vodka and chambord in a sugar-rimmed glass with a cherry. Wait that's, a minute. Might have awesome. a cherry on top. Brian, let me ask on? you. If they call it the, the homo cocktail, would you still order, would you still order it? <laughs> <laughs> if they call it the homo cocktail, would you say two two of those, please? Homo erectus. Yes, please. I'm going to post a photo of Brian's cocktail. Yes. And please do. I for Rocco. Still, Rocco's has actual beer and regular drinks for guys too, and TVs and sports and all this stuff, so you can watch Brian and mock him uh, in the in the male fraternity. This place is. This is Lex. Last man on Earth. Talk to you next week.